0: Hey everybody, welcome to Sandler's List. I'm Hunter Baldwin and with me is Ibrahim Flynn. What's up Ibrahim?
1: Hey, what's up?
0: So if you uh, if you guys have listened to the past few episodes, you kind of get the gist of what we have going down here. So we, uh, every week we watch a different Adam Sandler movie and uh, this week we really get into the meat of things with 1995's Billy Madison. So uh, we just watched this one uh directed by Tamra Davis uh so and that's an interesting uh, interesting little tidbit we're just going to jump right into this but this is another one that's uh directed by a, a woman did you notice that amy
1: yeah i did actually and was also sort of surprised by it it's a very crass it's shocking movie. right <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> well not that women can't be crass but it's just you know this is another one of those movies where women are supposed to find adam sandler charming uh and this director is apparently like yeah that's totally i get as a as a woman i understand why women women find him charming
1: he is so out of his league in every way
0: wait are we talking about tamra davis or the woman who finds him charming
1: the woman who finds him charming veronica vaughn
0: (laughs) so okay so let's jump into this all right so so this is uh this is the third movie that we've looked at here after uh Going Overboard and Airheads. Uh so Billy Madison is the first like big starring role for for Adam Sandler. This is the one this is the the tail end of his career at Saturday Night Live. Uh Paramount came to him and wanted him to have a big starring role. Uh so he wrote this. Uh so this is this is a movie written by Adam Sandler. It's all his idea. Uh he took this to Lorne Michaels from SNL and said this is what I want to do. They they've offered me a movie. Here's what I have. He showed him the script and Lauren Michael said uh maybe don't start with that one. <laughs> and uh, and I think he was on to something there. So this is a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um a a, a decent cast uh and I got to tell you, so I I have pretty fond memories of this movie. When was the first time you saw this?
1: Um I'm not sure exactly honestly. This one's like always kind of been there. Um
0: it has right, like I swear I probably saw this movie when I was maybe seven or eight, like like a long a long time ago and yeah, and I definitely. remember really really liking it. I remember it being uh one of the best adam Sandler movies uh yeah. and that is until I watched it yesterday,
1: right, it did not hold up at all
0: <laughs> um you know i saw the 46 on rotten tomatoes so i thought that was pretty that's that's probably pretty right after watching it again i think it's uh it's bad it's not not a great uh, movie i think airheads is uh is better yeah personally. definitely <clears throat> so so let's talk about a little bit about so run us through uh, what this movie is what 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 is this about
1: all right i mean most people have seen this movie probably already but if you haven't and if um, you haven't yeah. you you're lucky good good for you i I was really thinking like who
0: hasn't seen this movie but uh yeah that you're you're better off
1: yeah it's definitely too late if you haven't watched it um you should (laughs) you should have seen it but if you haven't already it's too late uh just fuck it don't do it um but basically billy (laughs) madison is uh the son of a guy who owns like a big hotel Company. He's like the CEO of it, and Billy Madison is like a rich kid who never really had to do anything with his life, super spoiled, and um, he's in the running to take up the company uh, after his uh, after his dad steps down. And there's like a sneaky whatever guy that works for his dad that's high up who wants his. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. You say that he's sneaky. Alright, so, so this sneaky character is Eric. <laughs> Eric is played by Bradley Whitford, uh, who you may know from get out. So he's he's doing pretty well for himself. He's won an Oscar, which is pretty awesome. Uh and so he's he's played by Bradley Whitford. What was there anything about him that struck you as particularly sneaky? Did he do anything that was, you know, smarmy or sneaky or or even Yeah he bad?
1: Did, he did some meddling. He's like a slimy kind of corporate type of dude. Um, In he, my mind, he was
0: just a guy who worked his way up and thought he deserved <laughs> to take over that's
1: fair. this hotel. <laughs> I mean, his, hey, he was, his credentials are far more superior to Billy Madison's.
0: And I, I do want to mention, you said that Billy Madison is a kid uh, who grew up spoiled and didn't have to do anything. He's 28 years old. So, so he is an adult who not in the acts mind. like a child. Yeah. No, no, definitely not in the mind. He as as a typical Sandler fair. He is a man child. Uh, yeah. But but just yeah, keep in mind he He is a full grown adult who hangs out by the pool with his two <laughs> friends.
1: <laughs> it's uh, fucked his up friend, all day. Uh,
0: <laughs> Norm McDonald and uh, Mark Belt Beltman are his friends, and yeah, they just drink beer all day uh, by the pool. And do not like, do they do anything else? I think that's really all they do. They just drink beer by the pool.
1: No, that's not all. They um, put shit on people's doorsteps and light it on fire. <laughs> well, not people. It's just yeah. the same guy every time.
0: Yeah, the same and the he, same old man wearing white hoodies
1: <laughs> and boots. <laughs> and he, <laughs> yes, he falls for it every time. Stomps the shit out, uh, the, or as as he calls it, poop. He,
0: yeah, there's poop in the bag.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I I watched. I was watching the time on this one because it starts out and like, it's really going for jokes like the whole time, just like oh, stop. and none of them like are landing for me and I'm not laughing at all. And I'm like, I kind of, I remember this movie being good. I'm not laughing at all. And so I check the time. I'm like, I'm going to watch the time and see when my first laugh is. And my first laugh was around 12 minutes uh, after they put the shit on the guy's doorstep. And then Adam Sandler goes, he called the shit poop <laughs> and that, like made fun <laughs> of him for that. That was actually kind of funny. Uh, so I was doing
0: the same thing. I was watching this movie thinking, okay, when am I going to laugh? So far, I've been pretty straight faced. Um, you know, Adam Sandler's hanging out by the pool. He's singing a song about uh, suntan lotion. And actually, I want to ask you, you know, the voice that he's doing through this yeah. whole thing, it's the typical. Uh, the typical Sandler voice. What is that?
1: I don't know. I was singing that too because it's there's a lot of it in the beginning of this movie. It's
0: through like almost the whole thing. I swear he's doing. It's like an accent mixed with like baby talk. Yeah, it was. It's,
1: it's no specific thing. It's like completely his uh, voice.
0: I mean, if you if you've seen any Adam Sandler movie, you know what we're talking about. But it's very grating. Uh, yeah, and it went on for way too long so uh so yeah so he's singing this singing a song about suntan lotion uh talking in this weird baby voice uh and he realizes it's uh nudie magazine day yeah. uh, so he he jumps on his go-kart and rushes to the mailbox where he gets his nudie magazines and uh and this was the first note that i took uh not <laughs> not my first laugh of the movie but the first note okay. uh because i was i was thinking about how well would it play in a movie today in uh, oh, in the year 2018 not, not to have um, uh, the magazine shemale fiesta yep uh with the tagline ip sitting down or do i not good. uh so yeah not that good. didn't didn't no. play too well um <clears throat> yeah so that was rough uh you know there was a lot less homophobia in this movie than i think we're used to from most sandler movies uh no there there was homophobia right uh but not as much as as normal but uh i'll tell you that my first laugh uh didn't come until oh man quite a quite a ways later um i'm sure we'll get to it uh so yeah so so we're we're going through he's uh making this horrible horrible voice here uh and then he sees the penguin
1: Oh my god! So, see, even when I like enjoyed this movie, this was a part of the movie I never fucking thought was funny. It never adds to the movie at all. He like Adam Sandler like will see a penguin every once in a while and get really pissed off. He thinks like the penguin is taunting him. It doesn't actually. And exist. it's not just
0: any penguin. It, it's a ten foot penguin. It's essentially a man yeah, on a penguin suit, in a penguin costume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it just shows up randomly and. I have to ask you, have you ever been so drunk that you have hallucinated something like this giant penguin?
1: Absolutely not. No. Nothing like that.
0: <laughs> so maybe maybe they're lacing their beers with, like,
1: LSD or something? Maybe. I did that one time, too, and I didn't see a penguin. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not so, sure.
0: I'm trying to think of what scenario could possibly happen where you see this giant penguin all the time and i think the second time he sees the penguin i don't even think he was oh no he was drunk i guess he's drunk through most of this movie
1: i mean maybe it's like a thing on his mental state like because when he like says fucking and he says i'm back on my bullshit he uh that's when he first like sees the penguin again after a long time. It's so like maybe it has something to do with his mental state, I don't know. But either way, it's just not funny and it adds like absolutely nothing to the movie.
0: Well, maybe we could remake this movie and uh and really just dive into his mental disorder and uh instead of it being a comedy, it's a it's a drama about this this poor guy and his he's he's mentally stunted uh and he sees things, he's hallucinating. <laughs> Uh, it could be a really intense movie, and then his parents force him to to re- go through grade school again. So that kind of brings us to uh, to what this whole thing is about. So he's uh, going to... he's uh, talking to his dad. His dad is stepping down from the company and he, he wants Billy to, to become uh, the new CEO of the company, <clears throat> but Eric is not having it. Eric has worked for years and years to become the CEO, uh, and he thinks that he deserves it, and I think rightfully he does. Uh, so they decide that They're going to make Billy retake all 12 years of school uh, in two-week increments. So he he gets to pass each grade in two weeks. uh, And if he can do that, then that that proves that he is capable of running this company. Uh, So, yeah. And even even if that were the case, uh, even if graduating high school is all he needed to do, I don't think a high school degree qualifies you to run a giant corporation. No, uh at usually. one point, they talk about, yeah, they talk about having sixty thousand something employees, and they're saying that that this kid with a with a <laughs> high school degree is gonna be the c e o that's terrifying
1: and so. why would he even want to like he has his life pretty fucking made out for him, and his dad that's never, what I was
0: saying through the whole movie,
1: his dad never says he's gonna cut him off. He's like, you know what, I don't think you should run the company, but have fun fucking sitting around getting drunk all day with your friends. I don't give a shit.
0: Absolutely. Like, there was no reason for him to want to do this. I guess he wanted to do it just because he didn't like Eric. Yeah. Because Eric just had a look about him that made him look like a douchebag, even though all he was doing was his job. He
1: he was just doing his (laughs) job. (laughs) He did antagonize him a bunch, and like... Like, during the dinner, um, and Billy Madison started fucking speaking gibberish at him. That was really Which I didn't bad. understand. That really was just more bad.
0: proof that he should not be taking over the company. I was on Eric's side yeah. through most of this movie. Eric was just doing his job, uh, you know, doing his thing. So, so yeah. So, at this point, uh, you know, we, we find out that Billy's dad wants him to go back through school. Eric's not having it. Eric's not very happy about it. So Billy goes back to first grade, right? Uh so so he's in uh in first grade. Um he has a teacher there that uh you know she is putting glue all over her face.
1: She's a regular uh, nut. She's a freaking <laughs> screwball.
0: Like I did, really didn't understand was it a, was it a, a a shot on teachers that teachers are all weird or teachers <laughs> are all stupid? All the ones that uh, teach little
1: was- kids are stupid?
0: <laughs> so yeah so he's going through first grade uh the, the first graders seem to really like him um he because they can relate to him everything he says is pretty funny to them except for when uh he makes a reference to 69 and all of the kids don't laugh but uh billy thinks it's really funny he's laughing that was, through the whole
1: thing that was in third grade actually
0: oh, oh man <laughs> i'm getting it all mixed up i don't even remember what what parts what so first grade uh was pretty Pretty uh, straightforward. I mean, he, he does first grade. Yeah, it is real easy. Uh, and that's when yeah, it skips second grade. Did it do anything for second grade?
1: I don't know. Maybe, but I don't remember. I started to block this
0: movie out of my mind almost as soon as it started rolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he does go to third grade, uh, where his teacher is uh, Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat fame. Veronica uh,
1: Vaughn. A-
0: yeah Veronica Vaughn uh so I don't know her. the actress's name, I just know her as Sonia blade um but uh yeah, so she's the third grade teacher. She sees Billy as a dimwit, she sees him as a complete idiot and a nuisance. She even tells the class to ignore him. he'll be gone in two weeks, uh and I'm totally on her side with this i' yeah. like this is a this is a distraction. this is absurd. I'm excited
1: to be rid of him. She, uh, when he makes sixty-nine jokes, I just roll my eyes. She, yeah, she hates him and has absolutely every right to hate him. He fucking absolutely. sucks. Um, and
0: what? And like, if if I was a parent and I knew that there was a twenty-eight-year-old in the same class as my third grader, I would be very uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I would think that was strange. I would ask that maybe he be like have a private tutor or something i just don't like the idea of him being there yeah but then Uh, they actually
1: they actually go to his house (laughs) and hang out with them yeah it's, it's real
0: weird after every time he graduates from a grade all the kids and the teachers and everyone all of his friends go over to his house for a party a big pool party where they celebrate that billy madison has graduated first grade second grade third grade as though it's this huge accomplishment and he only does it in two weeks so he can only learn like one or two things yeah like he doesn't learn very much uh and so yeah they have huge parties and yeah, as a parent i would be like yeah no we're not going to this 20 year 28 year old alcoholics house (laughs) to have a party
1: he even hangs out one-on-one uh with one of the kids as well at one part (laughs) <laughs> which was like that's when it's i it's real creepy i thought really? the parties were weird and i was like dude you can't like why for one like you're like oh this kid in my class seems cool in third grade <laughs> i'm gonna invite him to my fucking house make him call the teacher and see if she thinks anyone in class is hot and she teaches i did a like third that. grade <laughs> class <laughs> i did
0: really like it when uh when she says uh usually i like adults yeah. And the little kid says, Well, Billy's an adult. And she says, You're more of an adult than Billy. Right. And I, I really liked Roasted. it. I thought that was solid. Um, and <laughs> it was good.
1: And he and, says, uh, But I,
0: that's, uh, that's around the time during that call, that's around the time when I realized why people love this movie. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, and I think it was why I, I liked this movie. And it's because it is unbelievably quotable. Yeah. everybody knows the lines like stop looking at me swan and
1: uh <laughs> that's and the first one O'Doyle. i go to
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely everybody remembers stop looking at me swan o'doyle rules right. uh today junior uh man alive <laughs> it's in the
1: intro classic oh
0: man it is, cool it is it is classic. you
1: pee your pants that's in the intro too i believe
0: absolutely if, if peeing your pants is cool, cool then you can call me Miles David uh and so all of these lines are crazy quotable and outside of the context of the movie they're kind of funny like when you use them in other situations but when the these lines are in the movie they're just not funny right it, it just didn't play well uh and it was really disappointing um <clears throat> so yeah
1: uh let's yeah, so, talk about let's see, the class right? trip the class trip is a good
0: yeah, place, so he does I go think. on a on a third grade trip. I don't. Where did they go? It was like a old. It looked like an Amish old community. timey
1: place. I don't know, like a historical sort of place. Um, I've been to a couple on field trips. I don't know what you'd call it, but you, there's like cabins and people dressed up, like churning butter and shit like that. Um.
0: Yeah, I got that it was like an Amish community, but maybe I'm seeing something that wasn't there. Anyway, yeah. So. So they go on this field trip.
1: Yeah. Um, they're on the bus. Uh, Chris Farley is the bus driver. One of the few funny Boom. parts of this movie. That was the first
0: moment that I laughed. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Was Chris Farley that's funny. Just getting
0: bright red and yelling at the kids. <laughs> that was hilarious. He's and that hilarious was the first in this. Yeah, I had in the movie. Chris Farley is comedy gold in this movie and really every
1: movie. Yeah. That that's really great um, so he's on the bus and there's a part um, his best best kid friend <laughs> is on the <laughs> bus they're sitting together and um, this part's like fucking this is the like, like part where I was like alright like out of all the movies uh, that we've seen so far out of all the parts in the movie this part I was like wow okay um, so the kid says um, I dare you to touch Miss Vaughn's boobs and Adam Sandler says, That's assault, brother. Another quotable part. Um, so he recognizes that it's assault. He understands that. And um yep, yep. the kid says, I double dare you. And he says, Okay, <laughs> I'll do it then. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll assault any woman if somebody
1: double <laughs> dares me to do it. Sure. <laughs> and um she pretty much still hates him at this point. Um And just up until this point, though, he goes up to her and is, like, talking, pretends the bus, like, hits a bump, and, like, grabs her tit. And then um, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then she looks at him, and she gives him, like, a devilish, like, smile. And she says, go back to your seat. I double dare you. And, like, she's into it, which is, like, completely, like...
0: She was into the whole thing. She knew what had happened. She knew that he had been double dared to to go grab her breasts, and, and she thought it was awesome.
1: And she hates and he, him up until this point,
0: but it immediately changes yeah. at that point. Yeah. everything that he does annoys her. He doesn't. She doesn't understand why he's in the class, and then all of a sudden he grabs her boob, and she is just boom smitten. Just, yeah. she she loves everything it's he does. So fucking giving bad. Him looks. Every like when they get off the bus, you can see see her kind of looking at him like, "Oh, oh, it's Billy." He's not you know? so bad. And, uh, oh, Billy's all right. Billy's just doing his thing, right after he assaulted her on the bus
1: and acknowledges uh, that it's assault prior to, like, com- <laughs> like, that part was so bad. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah that that stood out to me. Uh and then that's uh that's shortly before he does the only thing in the movie that really redeems him as a character. Uh and that's when the the little kid pees his pants uh and he says, Oh, hold on, and then he he uh splashes water onto his pants and then goes and tells everybody to look at him and they're oh Billy peed his pants. And that's when he talks about how peeing your pants is cool. Uh and that's really the only redeemable thing he does is is he stands up for this little kid uh and makes him not not look like a, a fool for peeing his pants. Like a little and bitch. And I could see <laughs> I could see how Veronica sees that and is just like, oh wow, that was a really uh admirable thing to do. But at, the same not something time, I,
1: at the same time yeah. though, you're a teacher and this twenty eight year old is telling all the kids in your class that they should be pissing them themselves.
0: Not only that, but <laughs> then they all proceed to piss their pants. Yeah. So which, all of them get back on the bus just covered in urine, <laughs> which Chris Farley does not look stoked about. No. <laughs> At all. <laughs> he looks particularly upset as he's getting these kids just covered in piss onto his bus.
1: And that's that's uh, but, where so, she falls for Billy is after he does that. She's like, okay. That's the
0: turning point, right? That's the turning point for when she goes just hating his guts and thinking that he's Boiled and worthless to just all of a sudden she just loves him yeah and then he graduates the third grade and they have a party where she comes to the party as as they always do they always have the big party she brings him his favorite snack packs uh it looks to me to be vanilla and chocolate pudding i
1: think you're Uh,
0: correct and yeah and then that's when uh he realizes that uh hey just like he's into her she is now into him too uh and they almost kiss at this party which seemed it just blew my mind yeah i just i don't (laughs) have any words for for that i was
1: that was ridiculous like okay i hated this guy uh he sexually assaulted me it's been two weeks he sexually assaulted me i think he's kind (laughs) of i think he's okay now you know i don't know um oh he pretended to piss himself okay i love this guy i'm in love with him i'm in all the. that
0: was the arc of their relationship over (laughs) a two-week span she hates him he sexually assaults her she thinks he's okay he pisses his pants she loves him like that was their story less
1: than two weeks it happened in like an hour in their time
0: (laughs) sure sure and so they they go into they hang out in billy's little tent that he has where i guess he does all of his studying uh and they're they're about to kiss and in my mind their relationship has now grown inappropriate because i know that he's 28 years old but she is still an authority figure right she's still his teacher and in most states it is illegal to have sex with your student even if your student is of age
1: Right. And she's so, just out of his league in every way.
0: Well, yeah, she's actually very attractive.
1: She's blonde. She's, super, she's uh, the
0: typical she's the typical Adam Sandler girlfriend. Yeah. Right? She's the second you see her on screen, you know that they are going to end up together. Yeah. Like you just know it. Like there's no ifs, ands and buts about it. And I'm thinking the director Tamra Davis should have said like, mm, no. At least I, I on, the,
1: so. on the assault part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you know, I wouldn't think that's okay, so let's leave that out of the movie.
1: But, yeah. Um, or the I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, like, what what they could have done, you know, maybe they couldn't have. And
0: and you know what? We can't really judge Tamara Davis. She went on to have a great career. She directed Crossroads with Britney Spears shortly after this, so, uh, so clearly she knew what she was doing, and we don't. So right. Yeah, absolutely. Um uh, yeah, so uh, I have in my notes here, and uh, it's it's been uh, about twenty four hours since I've watched this movie. So you're gonna have to remind me here, and I, I hope that you remember. I have a note here that says uh, "parking cone up ass." Do you have any idea of what that would that was referring to?
1: No, that's that sounds like it could have been anything in this whole movie. could have Could have happened at any time in this whole movie. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: So yeah, maybe I should have uh, taken more detailed notes. <laughs> um but uh if you watch this movie, keep an eye out for a parking cone up and ass. Yeah, let us know. Let us know Apparently <laughs> that happened. Okay. So, so now Billy's cruising through the grades. Uh he's he's uh jumps from third grade pretty much to high school. It doesn't really talk much about fourth, fifth, sixth or seventh grade. Um he just kind of goes straight into high school. Uh and then there's a, a high school uh principal here. To uh he's kind of a kind of a bigger dude. Let's see, he's played by Josh Mostel.
1: Not Newman uh, though. He just looks like Newman.
0: He he looks just like Newman, uh Newman from Jurassic Park. Uh let's just go ahead and call him <laughs> Newman, because that's easier to uh to pronounce. <laughs> or we so could call him the blob. Like- Right, exactly, and that's what we're getting to here so so Eric uh who is frustrated with how easily uh Billy's making it through all the grades, decides <sighs> to come up with a plan, right, and so he finds out that Newman is actually the wrestler, the blob, uh, and so he he confronts the the school principal. Uh, and says, "Hey, I know your secret. You were the wrestler, the Blob." And, uh, and he accidentally principal- killed
1: uh, somebody. He squished somebody. I think it was.
0: Yeah, yes, because he's he's a larger man. He's he's bigger, uh, and he squished somebody to death. At first, it doesn't really imply that. It just says that you know he's a wrestler, and he starts getting real upset. He's like, "Oh no, no, that's not me. That's not me." And I was and I I was thinking like, are wrestlers not allowed to be? <laughs> principles like is that like a rule like i didn't know it was such a disgrace to be a wrestler but i guess if he accidentally killed somebody but it was an accident he didn't go to jail for it so still i i don't think it would have really affected his principal career all that much uh but he's super upset about it he's really worried and so eric uses this to uh essentially blackmail newman into saying that billy has cheated his way through school yeah uh which puts his uh, his journey through high school to an end because it comes out on the news. This is on the news. This is a newsworthy story that uh, millionaire Billy Madison has cheated his way through high school and will no longer be taking over the Madison Hotel franchise. Uh, so Eric's really excited. Eric has figured out a way to derail Billy. In my opinion, the only really smarmy thing that Eric has done through the whole movie, and uh, I think he had every right to do it. Um. But, uh, so yeah, so it looks like it's Eric's, uh, Eric's for the take in at this point.
1: <clears throat> so Billy Madison, um, after he gets ke- kicked out of school, he's like, fuck it, back on my bullshit. I'm hitting up my getting boys. Getting wasted by the pool. We're getting fucked up. Um, he gets super drunk, goes to... Uh, and I want to, uh,
0: I just want to uh, interject here, uh, Norm MacDonald's drunk scenes by the pool were fantastic uh in part because he was actually drunk
1: oh really (laughs) that's cool yeah so he was he went method with it
0: and he was crushing it i'm sure uh, i love norman
1: i'm sure he like had to be like once he realized like what was happening he's like fuck okay (laughs) this is not good i'm going to get wasted (laughs) if anybody calls me out on this i was fucking wasted the whole time so fuck you (laughs) Um,
0: but you know his performance was one of the better Like him and Chris Farley yeah. probably put out The best performances in the movie And Norm MacDonald's wasted through the whole thing Which was awesome right. So anyway yeah so they they he goes back to his old friends They're wasted by the poor
1: Um and then Um I think after that Do they do more shit Or no
0: Well that's when he goes and uh Oh he wants to do around. shit He wants to Right and he goes he goes to Veronica's house where he's telling her to come burn poop on people's uh front doorsteps with them. Uh she's not having it. And then he sees the penguin in her house, the penguin suit man, uh, and assumes that she is cheating on him with the penguin suit man.
1: Alright, and before so- that, she's telling him Like, he's being really drunk, being an asshole. He wants to light shit on fire. And she's telling him, come inside. Like, just come in, chill out. Like, obviously not something someone would do if there's, like, another guy there. She would just, like, tell him to leave. And, like, honestly, if I was in that position and I was, like depressed and fucked up because i got kicked out of school or whatever and my my girlfriend's like come in it's okay it's fine i'd be like yeah okay you're probably right um i'm gonna go hang out with you uh with my friends and everything's gonna be cool but he's just like being a dick and then like sees the penguin there and i'm just like he's
0: he's he's awful like he's he's telling her you know that uh, he's he just goes off on her he's yelling at her like oh i get it i i see how it is because of the penguin there and, it, and she doesn't really even acknowledge <laughs> no. she, she never says like what the hell are you talking about
1: yeah, like she's, she's just, just like, like oh like, no right.
0: come in come in like she's just, just totally understanding and accepting way more than she should be like the yeah. same way that she decides all of a sudden that she loves him she also never turns her back on him the way that she should
1: yeah, what uh, happened so, to her? Like, why does she feel like she has to do this? There's something wrong with her, <laughs> yeah. right? Like,
0: there's something... She's, she's got some of sort of issues where Billy Madison fills some sort of void for her. Yeah. Uh, so, to a point where he goes home, he's drunk by the pool, and she comes to him to say, hey, it's time to go back to school, it's time to make a difference, and she pushes him into the pool where a big musical sequence happened. Oh,
1: it's so fucking it, bad.
0: It made me want to die. Like, it was... Words can't describe how bad it was. He's singing in his typical, you know, Sandler Ooh. baby voice. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's have you know. sing that song. I don't a remember bit.
1: the lyrics. The only lyrics I remember is when she says, Don't I have a nice rack? And I'm like, it's so bad. Like, stop. Just stop. This woman is nice. She's a teacher who cares about her job. She wants like to educate her students. She really cares for them. And she's just being like fucking demolished by this movie.
0: I was really confused as to how they actually convinced her to sing this song. Like, she, how did they get people to agree to this? I just don't understand. At all, it's terribly overdubbed. I'm. I want to say something funny about it, but it's just really. It was just upsetting. Yeah, it, I'm, wa- I'm. I'm watching it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I. Mean, it's. It bums me out, man. And like, they just like this. This is a good lady. She's a good woman. She's a good person. And I don't understand what she's wearing. this, in this Oh, like a German, like pretzel lady yeah, sort of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, she, yeah. She looks I like know she's on like a
1: beer he's, label. He's not dressed up at all. He's just wearing like boots and plaid shorts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: uh, this is this was bad. Uh, this
0: is. I really apologize for this being such a, a rough episode. Uh, I feel like we both were, ha- went into this with really high expectations yeah, and were very, very let down. Uh, and so that, uh, that's really, I feel like we came into this one kind of sad. Um, but on a, on a, a, a really big note, so he's, he's apologizing, you know, i I've, we've, we have skipped over something really important here. He is being uh, consistently bullied by O'Doyles, right? And so most people have seen it. Most people will know about the O'Doyles. Uh, Every time they do something mean to Billy, they they say, O'Doyle rules. And they seem to be throughout most of the grades that Billy goes through. Um, And uh, so uh, he's really upset about being bullied in high school. And so he's talking to to his uh, his new girlfriend/ slash third grade teacher uh and uh and she's you know talking to him about being bullied and everything, so he decides to make amends with kids that he bullied in school, and apparently he only bullied one person yeah. uh, and that person was Steve Bushimi our our good pal good pal Steve
1: also way uh, too good for Adam Sandler.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like, stop. Just stop, Steve. Like, you don't need to keep doing this. Uh, this is the second time out of, out of three Adam Sandler movies, this is the second one you've been in. Same with Chris Farley. Uh, that's, uh, it's it's really upsetting. And so, and
1: where did it come from? Like, where did their friendship together come from? Do you know at all? You mean in real life or in the movie? In real life. Because obviously Steve Buscemi is, like, helping him out. There's obviously... A friendship there or something.
0: I mean, the first thing that they did together was, was airheads. Um, let's see, let's take a look at Steve Hashimmy's, uh career here. So, the first thing that he did was... Way before, so his career had been going on for quite a while before he met Adam Sandler. Um... I'm assuming that they met on Airhead and that they, they must've really hit it off. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe we might have to do like a whole episode and just get into it. Like what's, what's up with Steve and Adam Sandler? Cause it's weird. Like, I mean, Steve well, was we can see so many... that
0: with like a lot of them, right? Like, like it's not just Steve and Adam. Uh, you know, I'm obviously him and Chris Farley have, have a history from SNL. Um, but Chris Farley really could have done a whole lot better. He didn't need to stick around with, with Adam. Um, you know, I think the, uh, grandma's boy, uh, who is not in this movie. We don't have a grandma's no. boy sighting for the first time. Peter uh, Dante.
1: I fucking remembered it. Peter Dante. It,
0: is is that grandma's boy's name? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll forget that by the <laughs> next episode. Don't worry. Um, but there's all these people, uh, how about Kevin James? I love Kevin James, the king of queens himself. Okay. Uh, he doesn't need it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: Chris Rock um
1: Chris Rock that's yeah, a bummer.
0: It is. It's a huge bummer. Like you have tons of Chris Rock with the Sandman uh and it's it's just absurd. So luckily luckily for Steve Buscemi this time, it was just a quick cameo where Adam Sandler apologizes for being mean to him. Uh, Steve Buscemi then turns around and crosses uh, Billy Madison's name off of his kill
1: list. Put some uh, so lipstick no on.
0: Longer, yeah, put some lipstick on. Listens to music. Lays on the couch. So he's a kind of a strange character, but uh, overall, overall a good guy. Not not such a bad dude. Um. Uh, let's see here. So yeah. So so after the musical montage, Billy decides to to get back at it. He goes back to his dad and says, hey, I, I didn't cheat at school. I want my chance to become the CEO of this company. And, and that really brings me back to why does he want to be the CEO of yeah. this company?
1: He even has like, a girlfriend now. He's up. Quit while you're up, Right. Dude. Right. He is a
0: millionaire who hangs out by the pool and drinks beer. Not only does he have a girlfriend, she's Way a particularly too attractive. Yeah, she is. She's is an awesome girlfriend. Uh, he's got it all. He's, he has it made. Uh, there's no reason he's got a best friend in Norm McDonald. There's no reason for him to want to get this job. But you know what? He goes back. Uh, and And that kind of made me think that the only reason that this third grade teacher decides that she's going to give in to the Billy Madison charm is so that she can get in on the money. Because she knows My he's man. a millionaire, right? And she's looking at it and she's saying... <laughs> She's saying, oh, I can I can play this guy. I'm I'm a whole lot better looking than he is. He's gonna be into it. Like I'm just gonna keep going. And then when he gives up, she says, No, no, no. You have to
1: really? keep Yeah. I, see, I see, hope that's the case. I sincerely <laughs> hope that's why. Because I you know, can't see any other reason.
0: <laughs> it's the only logical excuse for why she has an interest in this guy. Uh and so she convinces him to go back. So he goes back to his dad. And uh he's he's looking around the room trying to figure out how he can prove that he's better uh than uh the dad from Get Out, why he should be the uh the CEO of this company. Uh and he sees a picture of who else but Caitlyn Jenner, you know, winning yeah. the gold in the Olympics, right? And, uh, uh, and I, that's when
1: I noticed that too. That was really interesting, like just as like a random, like small thing. I was like, Oh well. Wow. Yeah,
0: that's that is what that is what kicked it off, and he says we're going to do a, a decathlon where we're going to go through all of these different skills that you need to apparently be a CEO of Madison Hotel. So things like uh, needlepoint, uh, lighting poop on fire, things like that. Those are the kind of classes that you go through. Uh, at one point, they bake pies. Anyway, anyway. Damn. So and we're getting a little ahead of us,
1: So <laughs> Getting into the weeds.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh so so Dennis agrees. He he says, Yes, let's do this uh educational decathlon. Uh I will show you how much smarter I am than you. Uh and so they they go into this competition with each other where they're going to prove who is smarter once and for all. Uh <clears throat> so so like I was saying, they do things like uh baking pies where Billy is a mastermind at baking pies. I don't know where he learned to bake pies. Possibly from his maid, who is particularly sexually attracted to him.
1: Yeah, she was, uh, she's trying to fuck him the whole time.
0: Yeah, so she, she's always talking about how she's going to show him her boobs. And uh, and yeah, so, so I don't know if you noticed this, but this is an ongoing trend in the movie. So the maid, very attracted to Billy, mm. uh, trying to have sex with Billy throughout the entire movie. Uh the uh Newman, the principal, very attracted to Billy, trying yeah. to have sex with Billy. So they have a Valentine's Day uh in the class and uh the, the principal of the school gives gives Billy a Valentine's that says, uh, you know, will he be my Valentine? P.S. I'm horny. <laughs> yep. Uh and where he then, you know, makes his little little wiggly eyebrows <laughs> at Billy, which once again, Billy is a student at your school. Yeah. That is against the law not okay so if anything if 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 dennis really wanted to find something that was uh was a big problem all he would have to say is billy and the principal have a sexual relationship going on or billy and the third grade teacher have a sexual relationship going on that seems like enough for me to be the issue anyway so so we have the maid we have the principal we have the third grade teacher we even have third grade girls in the class who are swooning over billy madison that
1: was very strange that they took it a note was, to add that in there
0: it was unbelievably creepy the girls you can just see them you know with their chins on their palms they're just looking at him just like oh wow isn't he the dreamiest and, and like I it's was,
1: it's not funny like there's no like reason to add that at all like it's just fucking it weird was just weird and i'm thinking
0: are people really this attracted to, to Adam Sandler? No, you know, this is the first movie. Uh, so of all the movies that we watched, this is the first one where he doesn't have visible abs.
1: So, right. uh,
0: I don't know if you noticed that in, uh, going overboard <laughs> as well as their He was jacked. Like he had like these, like six pack abs. This is the first movie where he loses the abs. So he's starting to, you know, it's starting to get a little bit of a uh, little bit chunky. Right. You know, he's, he's still not big, but, uh, uh and so but all of these in, girls and stuff and going well and
1: guys in going overboard i would like venture to say he's kind of cute in that movie i would i totally. would say that not bad um but in this I movie think an no. Airhead. no no in
0: this movie i'm starting to question it i'm trying to think of what third grader is looking at this 28 year old guy and saying like yep that's the one <laughs> right. uh when usually when third grade girls see guys that are in their 20s they think, "Oh, how old are you? 50?" right? right. They don't think like, "Oh, I really want to be with you. This is you're super hot." Like that's that
1: Yeah, and you know all uh, about third grade girls, so you would know.
0: <laughs> I they, I'm always hanging around the elementary school and they're always going, "How old are you? 50?" And I'm always getting real upset. Get and, out of <laughs> uh, but uh, but the principal likes having me around, so I, I get to stick around, and it works out for all of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So that's uh, that's just a short list of people who find Billy to be particularly attractive.
1: Oh fuck! Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. It's- Sorry. We're back. <laughs> My computer went to sleep. It's fine. It's fine. Uh,
0: you you might want to cut that one out. We'll see.
1: Yeah um let's just yeah so that made me let's just get you saying attractive and then we'll just put it right back over it
0: attractive
1: there we go yeah we're good now
0: (laughs) this one's gonna be fun for you to edit (laughs) yeah um so yeah so so that's just a short list of people that uh, that seem to find Adam Sandler attractive. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's clear that Adam Sandler writes these movies uh, yeah. because he writes himself to be the hero. He writes himself to be charming, and he writes himself to be attractive and athletic. And in real life, I don't think he's any of those things.
1: Right? I don't That's, think he's the
0: hero. Like
1: he like takes he takes a lot of advantage of it. Like he's like he's not going like for any sort of like i mean obviously he's not but he's not going for any sort of artistic like like uh way of going about things at all like he's just playing god the whole time like he's just like wouldn't it be cool if i did this and this and everybody right fucking,
0: it's like a fa- it's like his everybody fantasy. It's liked
1: like, me like it's
0: right it's his dream it's his dream of what he wishes his life was and as a matter of fact he did an interview for this movie where he says that Billy Madison is the closest character that he plays <laughs> to himself in any movie. And I thought that's the saddest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Like if that is really who you are and who you aspire to be. That's depressing. I yeah. didn't think he had any redeemable qualities <laughs> in this movie. Uh, and I was rooting for Eric the whole time. I was thinking, you know, I really hope that this guy gets the company Uh, and this is a, this is a prequel to get out, right? So he has this, this, he he ends up being successful. He's running the Madison hotel chain. He buys this really beautiful house in the country. Uh, and then he, he gets the ability to transfer his dead family members souls into black people's body.
1: Also in this movie, a black maid. (laughs)
0: Yes, yes, a black maid who very, I think very well could have had, uh, you know, maybe Billy Madison's dad, maybe Billy Madison's grandpa's soul in her. Uh, and that's why she's trying to have sex with <laughs> Billy through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of correlations between Billy Madison and Get Out. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty intense. I like that a lot. Um. <laughs> so anyway, so. <laughs> So they're going through all of these challenges and, and finally they get to the head to head challenge where they are they're being asked questions. Uh they get to choose a category for their opponent, uh, and then they, the opponent has to answer the question. Uh at this point, somehow, Billy is ahead in this uh decathlon by once absolutely no sense whatsoever. Uh I did not understand that. Um <clears throat> but he, at this point, he's up by one point, uh, where he is asked to describe the Industrial Revolution or the effects of the Industrial Revolution, where he gives an answer about a book that he remembered from his two weeks in first grade about a little puppy. <clears throat> and that is one of the most, uh, memorable, uh, lines in the movie. So I believe I have that one written down.
1: Okay, because I don't remember it, and you have to look at what you've re- written down to remember it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. Yeah,
1: sure. It's one of the most memorable. Sure, it's long. It's long. Okay,
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the whole thing here for you. I think this is what everybody wants. Everybody wants to hear me recite this. So, so it's the principal here. He says, "Mr. Madison, the Industrial Revolution changed the face of the modern novel forever." Discuss, citing specific examples. Billy Madison. Uh okay, the Industrial Revolution to me is just like a story I know called the Puppy Who Lost His Way. The world was changing, and the puppy was getting bigger. And then it skips through it a little bit, and then then you see Billy again. And he this is his conclusion here. So you see, the puppy was like industry, and in that they were both lost in the woods, and nobody, especially the little boy, society, knew where to find them. Except that the puppy was a dog, but the industry, my friends, that was a revolution nib high school football rules where the, the principal looks at billy madison and says mr madison what you have just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for i've listened to you i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul
1: that part was very good. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, that part was really good. Um, another and part that actually made me laugh in uh in this like whole section was all the uh like on the board you can see all the question like categories and all of them are uh, okay, and then you see a bunch um that have to do with like the guy's wife cheating on him,
0: <laughs> right. He did, he did address before the decathlon started that his wife had left him. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of them like, my wife is a cheating whore, uh, <laughs> things, things like that. Those were categories that they yeah. could have picked. And I was, for one, was particularly upset that they didn't choose right, those yeah. categories. Because after, uh, after they pick uh, the Industrial Revolution for Billy, Billy then turns around and chooses business ethics. ethics business ethics. Uh, and I was pretty upset. I really thought that he would have had a much more difficult time answering a question about, uh, you know, lighting bags of poo on fire. I thought that would have been a really good one. Yeah. Uh, but no. And <clears throat> Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, they're implying that the Eric guy has no business. That is a tough one. <laughs> business <laughs> ethics. Business ethics,
0: yes. Uh, yeah, so Eric, Eric has no business, business ethics. <laughs> And so he's unable to answer this question, but I thought that was kind of, I thought it was strange because just because he's not the most ethical guy doesn't mean he can't answer a question about business ethics. Right. I'm sure he knows what they are, even if he doesn't abide by them. Uh, So yeah, so, so Eric is unable to, uh, to answer these questions and, uh, and he ends up taking a hostage, uh, which is the only logical choice at that point.
1: We've talked talked a couple times about, like, parts that wouldn't really play well uh, right now. And that's probably one of them as well. The bad guy just pulling a fucking gun out in a school and, like, threatening everyone.
0: I'm going to be honest. I didn't even think about the fact that he's in a school. But not only does he pull a gun out in a school and take a hostage, but then, out of nowhere, he is shot in the butt. Uh, with a hunting rifle by
1: e. Bushini, who comes back
0: that's right that's awesome Uh, who yeah he also brought a hunting rifle into a school into the auditorium filled with children yeah. so you make a really good point about people just willy nilly bringing guns to school that was uh, kind of bit.
1: like a 90s thing I think was like uh, a lot of schools like with like intruders and like like kindergarten cop is like a whole fucking movie about people with guns going into a school,
0: so I think what you're telling me is movies like Billy Madison and Kindergarten Cop can be directly blamed for Columbine and all subsequent school shooting
1: I mean i'm not that's what you're saying, I'm not prepared enough to say I, that, I, but I'm, I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs>
0: i'm pretty sure that you're saying that, that those movies
1: are the reason why kids shoot up school i'm not ready to say that but like culturally i guess that was like a thing on people's minds in the 90s in like some form like i'd be interested to look more into that like guns in schools like in in uh entertainment in the 90s because it's yeah, kind Google of like strange Google,
0: how do you bring a gun to school <laughs> how can i sneak a gun into school just try those different Google searches. <laughs> uh, is it e- was it easier to sneak guns into school in the nineties? How did they sneak guns into school in the nineties? Things yeah, like that. A little advice.
1: A little advice right. to all the listeners. Um, get to it before the teachers start having guns. If you're if you're on the fence about it, <laughs> you wait. Get going wait, before all the teachers have guns.
0: What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who a who do you think is listening to this? That's my no first one. question for you.
1: No, okay, one. that
0: that's the right answer. <laughs> my roommate and B. What? <laughs> I'm glad that your roommate's listening, uh, and hopefully your ex girlfriend as well. Uh, and so, <laughs> 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 but what exactly do you want them to get to?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying to do anything, but I'm saying if you're on the fence about it. Um, if you're on the not fence sure, about what, I don't know I'm not going to say what <laughs> I'm not going to say what But if you're on the fence about it Get to it before all the teachers Have guns that's all I'm going to say Because pretty soon Pretty soon All the teachers they're going to be ready for you
0: That, that is true We're going to have instances where kids are pulling Cell phones out of their pocket to text And instead of getting their cell phone taken away For the semester boom Shot in the head.
1: Yep, uh, and the kids are gonna have be all souped up, um, because we're gonna get these kids ready. We're gonna get them ready for war to go to school. We're not gonna, we're not gonna stop anybody from going in the school with a big ass gun. We're getting them trained up, ready to go. So now, now is your time if you want to go before all the teachers and kids are ready to fucking. Getcha.
0: now is the time for what what are you getting at
1: here I want to understand I don't know. what exactly are you talking about I don't know I what do you think I'm talking about
0: I I I think I know and I hope I don't but uh, okay. but I'll tell you. I,
1: I'm I've not been thinking saying about- to do it I don't say you should do nothing that nothing to do what to go into schools with guns I'm not saying anyone <laughs> should do that <laughs>
0: I will tell you, so I've been thinking about adopting. <laughs> I, 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 I think that adopting is, is right for me. And, uh, and I've been thinking about this. This has been something that's been weighing on my mind a lot because obviously it's in the news. Um, you know, we hear about school shootings almost every day now. It's getting absurd. <clears throat> and I've been thinking about sending my kid to school in full body armor, right? So bulletproof vest, uh, helmet, uh, mask, you know, it's gonna, they're going to look awesome. My kid's gonna look like the coolest freaking kid going into school. They're gonna look like Call of Duty walking in there. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be pretty badass. So uh so you know, you're you're talking about giving guns to teachers, you're talking about putting uh metal detectors at the front door, whatever at all of that. My kid's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm just that's looking a good cool idea as too. hell. Do that too. So you're telling me, cause nobody's gonna wanna shoot that kid. They're gonna be like, you know, point the gun at him and go you're a badass and then yeah. move on to somebody else right because that gets too cool <laughs> to shoot
1: yeah so. uh, yeah don't let <clears throat> That's my so- those are all good what? solutions don't let them take we- our guns though
0: no absolutely not because who's gonna defend us against those cops with riot gear if we don't have guns anymore
1: no but we like them too actually Ew, we like guns. Right. We like guns and we like cops also for some reason. So
0: Totally, totally, totally. I, I especially like militarized police. They're my favorite kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we're back to Billy Madison. I guess. Uh, we are at a part where Eric has been shot in the butt uh, by Steve, who gives him the thumbs up and walks out of the school. Nobody freaks out. Nobody in the auditorium is like, oh my god, there's been a gunshot. Oh my god, someone has been shot. Everybody is just like, nice. Eric got shot. That was cool. He deserved it. And Little I guess bitch. at this point he kind of did. He know he for for once, for the first time in the movie, Eric deserved what he got, <laughs> uh, because he did attempt to hold someone hostage. Maybe yeah. not his uh his shining moment.
1: And don't um, worry about why Steve Buscemi was just in the fucking school with a sniper rifle already. Don't worry about why (laughs) he was just I assume he's at the school with a rifle all the time, and he was like, oh, finally
0: my my chance.
1: For all we know, he might be. Because there's no way he he, he knew, he doesn't even know Eric. There's no way he knew Eric was gonna pull out a gun. So he was already at the school (laughs) with a gun. (laughs) And he's the good guy.
0: (laughs) That's hey. what I was looking at in this whole movie. I was like, "This whole movie is topsy turvy." Billy Madison is not a good person. <laughs> he's a terrible person. Uh, Steve Shiba Buscemi's character has a gun <laughs> in a school, and he's the hero. Like this movie, there every it's a bizarro world. I don't. Adam Sandler's writing. Hey, I just don't understand.
1: You know what they <laughs> say: a good guy with a bag. Uh, or, sorry. A good guy. Yeah. What
0: do they say, Abraham? Let's uh, let's hear it.
1: They say a good guy with a gun is all is gonna stop a bad guy with a gun every time.
0: Okay, that's that's kind of what they say. So I'll give it to you.
1: <laughs> let's give it up for all our heroes that are hanging out in schools with guns.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: Let's that is give awesome it up. Stuff. Let's give it up to all the people that boycott a fucking Arby's because they can't bring their fucking gun inside. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait! Is that a, is that a thing? I haven't I've I I haven't been on the internet recently. Uh,
1: not, catch me up here. Not Arby's specifically, but like um, I have uh, someone in my family who's like very right wing, and I think it happens like any time a company does this. But like a couple years ago, Whataburger uh, was like, uh, "Just a heads up, people the with guns." Original people with guns aren't going to be allowed in our stores anymore. Which is, to me, that's a pretty logical policy. Um, well, but Whataburger is mostly located in Texas.
0: So, in Texas, you should be yeah. able to bring a gun with you into a fast food restaurant.
1: <laughs> I yeah, think that's reasonable. They're losing a lot of their customer base, I guess, than doing that. Yeah, bad move. Uh, shooting themselves in the foot, as somebody <laughs> might say. But um, uh, my family member uh, said... This is bullshit. I'm not going here ever again. Fuck this place. Um, stuff like that. Because they don't want guns in their restaurant, I guess.
0: I mean, you never know. You would. I couldn't tell you how many times I've been eating at a Whataburger, uh, which I think has happened once ever. Uh, but so many times that I've been eating at a Whataburger and somebody has come in. And threatened me with a gun, and you know what? If I didn't have a gun with me, I wouldn't be here today, Ibrahim. <laughs> so, so I think that that's a, a crying shame. You know, just like when I boycotted uh, Star Wars Episode Seven for having a, a woman and a, a black stormtrooper. That was ridiculous, yeah. completely unacceptable.
1: Get and here. I still have.
0: today. that's ridiculous. Uh, and and my father. Who, uh you know, he's a great guy. He stopped watching football. He's been watching football since he was a little kid, but he stopped watching football because they were kneeling through the national anthem. This is a shame. What kind of country are we living in where we have to have black stormtroopers, football players kneeling during the national anthem? If we can't bring our guns into Waterburger, what kind of world is this? This is absurd. Right? Not the America I grew up in. I can tell you that right now.
1: And look, if I was working at that Waterburger. I would love to see someone just walk in with a fucking big-ass gun. I would love that. I wouldn't feel freaked out at all. I'd feel safe if somebody walked into my fucking burger restaurant with a big-ass gun. I'd feel so good and at at home.
0: I was in a... uh, I was uh, at a... I don't even remember where I was now, but I was in Texas. And a guy walks in, shirtless. No shirt at all. With two shoulder holsters with revolvers in, it. he was like tattooed from head to toe.
1: Oh, <laughs> was just, like yeah. super
0: tattooed guy across his forehead. he had "Do not resuscitate he's got two <laughs> guns oh, <laughs> shit. And, <I> was, like... <laughs> and that was the only guy who I think should be allowed to carry guns <laughs> in public. That guy was badass
1: in general, <laughs> the only one that should be allowed to carry guns. <laughs> i saw one time i uh went to king supers and there was just a guy not in the like grocery like checkout line in like the service line or whatever which is like a gun in his holster and like i don't see like a lot of people with guns just like walking around uh that was really the only time i've seen that i was like that's fucking weird what the fuck is your problem
0: they're ready to defend themselves by any means necessary.
1: I'm just waiting for it, baby. I'm waiting. Somebody comes up to me. I'm fucking waiting. I got my gun. I can't wait. Here's an That's idea. A weird
0: thing to be excited
1: about. Yeah, here's an idea. If you buy a gun and you're like, okay, I have a gun now, you're fine. You get to keep your gun. But if you have a gun and you're like, I'm taking this with me everywhere and... And if any freaking hoodlums try to come up to me, I'm gonna blast them away. Then you should just get your gun, like taken away, like like the people who apply for open carry. That's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna solve the gun problem in America. The people who apply for open carry should just get their guns taken away, all of them. Because you're <laughs> fucking nuts if you think you have to fucking take your gun everywhere with you. If you get mad because you can't fucking go into Wendy's with a fucking gun.
0: I'm I'm really upset right now because we're losing a lot of listeners that oh, we've no. fought really hard to gain over the past couple of episodes. So, so just many. so everyone knows, just so everyone knows, Ibrahim's uh, opinion views and opinions are not mine. Uh, and and they do not reflect the Sandboys network as a whole. Uh, they are Ibrahim's individual opinion.
1: <clears throat> I'll edit that so part I gotta, out. So fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're a real asshole. I have a fun fact. This is Keep Robert De Niro's all-time favorite film. God. <laughs> so, did you just lose all respect for Robert De Niro?
1: I mean, there wasn't a lot left. Honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not been super great lately. Uh, but after I read that, I thought, wow. what a, What an idiot. What a real moron. Uh, Another fun fact, uh, during the dodgeball scene when Billy Madison is in first grade, he is actually chucking the dodgeballs at the first graders at full strength. Uh, He was not not letting go on them. He was
1: just just
0: (laughs) zinging them. Yeah, right? So from time to time, they had to do quick cuts away from the kids after they got hit by the ball because of the faces that they were making. because They were in pain. Uh, He made a couple of the kids cry after hitting them in the head with dodgeballs. (laughs) um so good on you adam that was uh that was awesome good scene <laughs> worth it though worth it for the
1: art yeah edit edit those parts out the kids look like they're hurting too much we don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was uh that was tamra davis's uh idea where she was just like "Eh, hey, you're supposed to be likable in this yeah. movie i know you've done nothing likable so far but i think the like actually hurting kids in real life that might be crossing." <laughs>
1: I, like, uh, and that, when I saw that part, I was like, geez, okay, you're just fucking going at it.
0: Yeah, just, just chucking balls at kids, uh, and that's at the point where Tam, the director Tamra Davis said, uh, she did not get the humor. She was directing this movie, and she comes out and says, <laughs> I don't get it.
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that that says a lot about the movie. Uh, at another point, the O'Doyles, who are the bullies throughout the movie, uh, hit a banana peel thrown onto the road by Chris Farley's character uh, and Kareen off of a cliff where they uh, off-screen explode and die. Uh, so a car full of children and their father
1: uh, yeah. and
0: die in a fiery funny. death.
1: That's that is really supposed
0: funny. to be very funny. Um, I mean, it was kind of funny that they're chanting O'Doyle rules <laughs> as they like <laughs> go plummet the to their deaths. But, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if it really landed. I don't know if it played all that well. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, just a couple of fun little, little tidbits from the movie. So at this point, uh, we're going to get back on track here just to, uh, to round, we're going to round third here. Um, so Everybody's all excited because Eric has been shot in the butt. That means that uh, Billy is going to get the company because obviously, if you get shot in the butt, you cannot be the CEO of a company. <laughs> also, if you hold people hostage in a school auditorium, that might also be detrimental to becoming the CEO of a company. Um, but but uh, so everybody's
1: now. But yeah, I- if you hold people hostage at a radio station and you're in a band, that's good. That's a good thing.
0: Or if you hold people hostage on a cruise in the middle of the ocean, you can get a new home in America and become a stand-up comedian. Yep. But... So, so far, in all of Adam (laughs) Sandler's movies, holding people hostage and being a terrorist, good. In Billy Madison, holding someone hostage and being a terrorist, bad. So Uh,
1: I'm getting mixed signals here.
0: (laughs) Well, redeeming quality for Billy Madison. It finally gets... uh, what happens if you are a, a terrorist? Correct.
1: Yeah, but if, if you can, if you bring a, a if you bring a gun into a school, that's neutral. We're neutral on that right now. Neutral depends one on good, how you use yeah, it. Yeah, one good, one bad. So we'll see. Because
0: you know what, guns aren't bad. It's the people that use them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: let's not get back into guns. So that that conversation is over. So anyway, anyway, so so we have established now that Eric is out of the running. Uh, Billy is going to become the heir of the uh, the Madison Hotel. Everybody starts making out. Billy starts making out with his third grade teacher. Uh, the the principal starts making out with somebody. Uh, Norm McDonald starts making out with somebody else. Uh, and then uh, Adam Sandler's other friend uh, Jack who has been hanging out with him getting drunk by the pool the the whole time, turns to his right where there is what appears to be an elementary school girl. And he leans in for the the big kiss. Yeah, he's like, let's let's get in on this. Everybody's doing it. We're going to do this too. Uh, Uh, And that is the moment when I realized that uh, Billy Madison's friend Jack is a pedophile. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nothing for that. uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's just the way it is. He is a pedophile. Uh, Yeah, that was not great, man. That was uh, an upsetting scene. It was not funny. It was just kind of gross. Um. So yeah, that was uh, that was (laughs) great. Yeah. So. Anyway, so it it cuts to the next scene where uh, Billy's dad is announcing that Billy is going to take over the company, uh, where Billy then gets up uh, and tells everybody that, you know what, I think that running a chain of hotels just isn't for me. And I'm going to hand it down to the the next in command, the guy that's, uh, I don't really know what he was. He was kind of always in the movie, but he didn't really have any real job. He worked for Billy's dad, but. He obviously wasn't as high up as Eric, so
1: yeah.
0: I am kind of torn as to who this guy was. So so Billy hands it off to him and, and he becomes the uh the CEO of, of the Madison Hotel chain. And I can only imagine that Veronica is devastated. Yeah. She's put in all this work, she's had sex For with nothing. Billy. Nothing. Nothing. Just completely ruined. He's not gonna take over the hotels. She's put in all this time, uh, and she gets nothing. So So it doesn't really cut over to her. I mean, it does a little bit, and she looks happy, but you know it's fake. You know it's not.
1: Yeah. I mean, she'll uh, she'll get to get drunk with him by the pool all the time, at least.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I guess that's true. You know, Just because he's not taking over the company doesn't mean that he's not still a millionaire. His dad's still giving him money. He doesn't have to work. He can still... Uh, drive around running over the flowers with his golf cart. He can still get his nudie magazines on nudie magazine day. Um, So things are still good for Billy, and you know what? I guess Veronica can get in on that. Though, if I found out that my third grade teacher's uh, husband, boyfriend, was a guy like that, I would question her, and I would think about taking my kid to a different school. But yeah, that's why my kid's going to school in full body armor every day, Mm -hmm. to defend from things like that. (laughs) so that's billy madison uh do you have anything else to uh to chime in there
1: um sorry about the last episode uh hunter fucked up not me <laughs> no, yeah, yeah definitely i, I, was all uh, Hunter's I don't actually fault.
0: okay yeah
1: no uh, just okay, kidding sure. i it was my fault sorry um i don't know what happened we're new to this uh the podcast sounds we're like shit. We're still learning. Too, like you probably weren't expecting much, but sorry, it cut off early and all that. Um, we're learning. We're getting somewhere, maybe. Hey, you
0: know what? At least that episode was decent. This one uh, has been us just kind of, uh, I don't even know. I I, I
1: blame That's the movie, good. though. Yeah, I blame this one's the movie. fun. It was laid back. Uh,
0: <laughs> this is the real us. This is who we really are. Not mm-hmm. our podcast personas.
1: Yep. Uh, this is us. When you hear us talking about bringing guns to school, that's us. That's really who we are. That's
0: that's Ibrahim. That is definitely Ibrahim. Yeah. Ben incurs.
1: Hunter told me to say it, and so. Uh.
0: Anyway, so so, would you recommend people if if you haven't? I know you kind of talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but if you haven't seen Billy Madison, would you recommend going out and seeing it now?
1: No. It's it's in a place where like it's not even worth looking at to see where we at were where we were at like culturally at the time. It's not I can tell you
0: where we were at culturally in nineteen ninety five. She male fiesta. I P yeah. sitting Down. Or do I? Exactly. That's where
1: we were in nineteen ninety five. There's no no reason, like if you haven't seen this, don't watch it. It's too late. Maybe in a few years, maybe it will offer something. But at this point in time, absolutely like do not watch this movie. It's a waste of fucking time. I completely
0: time. agree. Uh it's $399 to rent it on iTunes. That's absurd. Uh do not spend $399 to rent this movie. Uh if it starts streaming somewhere and you're really bored. Or really drunk or something then maybe watch it but yeah. otherwise don't waste your time this is not a. this is not a great movie i know that people look back on it really fondly if you watch it again you're gonna realize that that's yeah that it, it's not it's not good
1: um, um going and- going overboard is a worse movie but i would recommend watching that over this because going overboard is like so bad that it's a good time this is like slightly less bad so it's just like not interesting at all on any level.
0: I agree. I completely agree. The whole point of this was to kind of find out when did Adam Sandler's career start going down the tubes? Uh, and the first one we watch is Going Overboard, and that's terrible. Yeah. And then Airheads is really a Brendan Fraser movie, which I yeah. thought was really good, but it's not really an Adam Sandler movie. And then Billy Madison's terrible again. So I'm starting to think that maybe he was never good.
1: We're still waiting for the plane to take off. Okay, all right. But I mean, yet. everybody
0: says Billy Madison. Like when you ask yeah, people, "What's no. your favorite Sandler movie?" Billy Madison. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, I here.
1: I thought this was the plane fucking going through the air. We're still waiting for it to fucking start coming up. There's nothing so far.
0: I'm I'm kind of thinking that terrorists have taken over the plane, uh, <laughs> and we don't know where it's gonna go. So
1: that's a that's a general theme in. I think movies. I I think I might know where it's gonna go <laughs> all right all right
0: so hopefully it gets a little bit better here the next movie that we're doing is happy you don't Gilmore. not want you I don't want
1: to know where it's gonna go well,
0: then let, let's <laughs> let's move on uh, the next movie we're doing is happy gilmore i have really fond memories of happy gilmore i'm really hoping it's not ruined the same way billy madison was i'm really hoping that ibrahim doesn't ruin it with all of his terrorists and bring guns to school. Hopefully talk. I
1: don't hijack uh, the podcast and fly it into <laughs> some buildings. That, okay,
0: anyway, anyway, so, so, uh, happy Gilmore next week. Uh, once again, it is not streaming just like Billy Madison. So if you really want to see happy Gilmore, uh, borrow the VHS from your neighbor, uh, or you can rent it on iTunes for three 99. Don't do that. Find a copy of it somewhere else. Um, but yeah, happy Gilmore next week. Uh, and we will uh, we'll see you guys then. Uh, until next time, I'm Hunter Baldwin. Uh, that's Ibrahim Flynn. Smell you later, poopsicle. Bye.